Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello there, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy, founder of No Hassle Newsletters, now my oldest uh, business, which I started in 2007, have served over 1,400 small business owners in nine countries. I still can't believe that. And host, most importantly today, of Dream Business Radio, now in its 10th year. So welcome to another fantastic live edition with my special guest, Travis Lee. Travis, how are you doing today? Hey, Jim, I'm doing great. Glad to, glad to finally see you again. I'm glad we could connect. And it has hey, been a while. Podcast. You, are been, you are like the old sage of this media, man. I, well, <laughs> you know, so what was funny is, uh, so I started 10 years ago, actually 11 now. <laughs> I just, the, the years just keep going by. But when I got started, um, I want to say in uh, 2011 or 12, I thought I was late to the game. Said, "Oh my God, yeah. there's hundreds of podcasts now. There's millions of them." Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, quick, take care of a little business here, real quick, folks. This episode of Dream Business Radio is brought to you by the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner who's tired of slow to no growth in your business, if you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, and especially as I always say, if you're interested in learning how to create multiple streams of revenue, something I've been very blessed with, and you want to check out this group at Dream Business coaching dreambizcoaching.com all right let me tell you about my guest travis lee and we'll dive right in he is internationally known as an expert or as the expert in getting direct mail delivered open and read direct mail folks oh, i don't have any here but it's the real stuff not the not the email stuff right as the co-founder and president of 3d mail travis and his team generate huge returns for thousands of businesses each year who uses innovative and effective marketing strategies his unique marketing methods have helped add millions of dollars in sales to a wide variety of businesses from kitchen table run sole proprietors to national and multinational businesses mailing millions of pieces of mail a year and uh, his techniques and strategies move seamlessly between business to business and business to consumers um, since 2008 he's created some of the most successful direct mail campaigns designed specifically to give small businesses and entrepreneurs a leg up against competition. When he isn't working, Travis likes spending time with his family, his wife, Jen, son, Carson, daughter, Whitney, and golden retriever, Kona. I love that's a cool name. And yeah. snow skiing, camping. He's, he's up there in the Pacific Northwest. And I think I met Travis. I was just trying to remember this as we were going on. It was either 2008 or 2009. It was probably a super yeah. conference, a, a yeah. Glazer Kennedy or I think you and your dad came to the first uh, Peak Performers Mastermind with Lee Miltier and Bill Glazer. I don't know which one of those, but I think that's about the year we met. Yeah, for sure. It's been uh, it's been quite a while now, and then uh, you know, we started that this direct mail company back then, and it's continued to grow. And you know, happy to be here and, and you know share some thoughts on you know, maybe what some people might think is a dead industry or a dead media. 
<laughs> you know, once in a while, once in a while, I'll be talking to either a client or a prospect, and I, I, they'll say, "Well, what are some of the things?" And I rattle off a bunch of things. One of them being direct mail. Oh, I've tried that; it doesn't work. I said, "Well, tell me what did you do?" I did a postcard campaign. Mm -hmm. How many did you send it out to? They may give me a number: six, seven, eight hundred. And then what did you do after that? No, that was it. Didn't do anything. So it's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> we're talking about real campaigns. Anyway, my listeners, Travis, they always enjoy. By the way, how's your dad doing? How's Keith? He's great. We actually uh, are still working together. He's kind of retired, kind of not. So he's kind of living that in-between lifestyle where he gets to he gets to uh, scratch his itch in the business space, but still take off whenever he wants to go fishing. So he's actually right behind me uh, in the office next to me. Yeah, the only time I ever see him on social media, he's fishing or camping or you know with the grandkids. So he, he, <laughs> yeah. it looks like he's living a good life. Yeah, he's enjoying it right now. That's for sure. All right. So um, I want to get right into, you know, my, my audience loves the nuts and bolts and strategies, but yeah. they, I also hear time and time again, I love the backstory. Oh, how somebody struggled or was born under a rock. Now they're a millionaire. <laughs> you know? yeah. But how did you guys get into uh, the direct mail industry? You know, I'll give you the, I'll give you the semi-short version. Okay. Uh, but you mentioned Bill Glazier earlier. Back in around the time you and I met, 2007-ish, okay. we were in Bill Glazier's mastermind group. Um, and we were mainly there for my father at the time. He had this business called American Retail Supply, and it supplied everything a store owner would need to run. Uh, bags, boxes, bows, ribbons, showcases, lighting, cash registers, things. Oh, like that's that. right. I remember yeah. that. And he grew that business using direct mail while everyone else in his industry had outside sales reps who were pounding the pavement, you know, you know, sent throughout the city, throughout the state. And he said, there's got to be a better way to do this. So this is, you know, mid-1990s, long before I ever come to work with him. But he's using this direct mail stuff, and he's sending, like, funny, weird stuff. He's sending real money, fake money. We're sending magic eight balls to fill up events, right? We're doing all this weird stuff. Yeah. And people kept coming to us and saying, where do you get these ideas? How do you do this? What are you doing? And you know, we give the, you know, we go down to the dollar store and we find inspiration, right? And I'll show you some of the stuff we're talking about here. I got some visuals for you, little okay. and stuff like that. But uh, um, fast forward to 2008-ish with Bill Glazier. We say, hey, we're thinking of starting a business where we teach people how to do this. We supply them with their wacky 3D mail stuff. And Bill and everyone else in the mastermind group said, well, you'd be crazy not to do this. There's a need for this. And Here's a whole bunch of orders when you get up and going. <laughs> so I mean, we left. We left with uh, you know, twenty people saying, "All right, we're 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 with you on this." So, I mean, yeah, what a great community! I mean, yeah. the community that we we were part of. Um, I mean, you know, Bill with his book and what he did with his men's stores, outrageous advertising that's yeah. outrageously successful. I believe was the name of his book. And yeah. so your dad, I'm not taking anything away from your dad and you, but you kind of learned that from Bill, right? Being in his groups. Yeah, be it, so, you know, Bill being in the menswear stores and my father supplying those exact type of stores, uh -huh. there was obviously a lot of synergy there. You know, they bought from us, we bought from them, they did conferences together, and Bill was, you know, right over there is my bookshelf. I've got both of Bill's books over there. They're one of our little Bibles. Yeah. Uh, and it just dovetails right in. So what he taught, what dovetailed directly into what we ended up doing and what we still do now. 
So direct mail, we're talking about, and I don't want to insult the intelligence of my audience, but so much of today's marketing is either, well, doing video, doing email, doing all this stuff online, but direct mail is stuff you actually get out of your mailbox, right? And um, one of my longtime clients with No Hassle Newsletter said, it's the only way to get 100% deliverability, right? Because with yeah. email, you're like, man, you get 5%, you're a rock star these days. But so with direct mail, so your dad was mailing uh, his information to potential customers and uh, putting something in the envelope to make it more than just a sales letter, right? Exactly. So we would send things. Um, I don't have any of those, oh, those archaic ones now, but we would send, hmm. um, you know, we would send foreign money just as a grabber, right? We would send real money. Um, we would send uh, one of the things we did is we had eight speakers at an event that we did. We wanted to put people into a seat. We would send these magic eight balls because we had eight new magicians to come and teach you how to do. And, you know, these little, you know, they were you know, the ones we had as kids were this big. These ones were little tiny guys. But that's kind of the genesis of it was he was teaching all this or he was doing this stuff. And now it's evolved into now we have things like these fake express envelopes. We've got bank bags that we actually put in the mail and send to people. We've got, yeah, I don't know if you can hear this here. We got these ringing business cards, right? When they ring, when they open. And so, you know, it's fun. It's different. It's unique. It's stuff that your per, your prospect or client doesn't see every day. That's the biggest thing. So you, I mean, when you started out, when your, your dad started out, I think you said you went to the dollar store or someplace like that, and you just looked for funny stuff that would be basically an attention grabber, right? Yes. And so then did you, so the genesis of your business called uh, 3D Mail, correct? That's the name? Yep, 3D Mail Results. You got it. And so actually, why don't, you, why don't you say what 3D Mail stands for? I know it's probably obvious, but yeah. go ahead. How so did you come up with that? Yeah, we actually mean three-dimensional. Right? Okay. So, you know, when you when you gave your example of I sent one postcard to 500 people and whatever, Nothing happened, right? whatever yeah. happened, happened. Well, that's what most people think of when they think of mail. A postcard, you know, if you get credit card offers, right, they always come and they might get a little creative and put a little gold foil on it or put something on the outside. But it's usually just a flat piece of mail. So when we started this business, we said we've got to figure out a way to get our mail open, right? And so we started putting things into envelopes, right? What's the curiosity factor? If they feel something in there, it's different. It's unique. It's, it's a pattern interrupt, right? And yep. that's become popular with internet stuff, but it's been a long, a lo around way longer than the internet age, right? These, the, the, the ability to get someone to stop and get their attention, right? And so we have, these, we have things called uh, 3D mail inserts and grabbers. So these are things like the little feet, right? This goes into an envelope or it goes into a box. And if you're a sales rep trying to get your foot in the door, well, this makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. So that's an insert or a grabber. Then we have what we call our, our self-mailing pieces. So this bank bag right here, so it opens up, you can see it, put your letter inside. We actually put a label right on this and this you goes mail out that. the door just like this. So imagine now your prospect has got 15, 20, 30 pieces of mail sitting there, right? Maybe it collected for a couple of days before they go out and get it. Uh, and now you've got all this mail. And which one are you going to open first? Are you going to open something that looks like this? Or are you going to open the, the regular credit card offer or the two-for-one yeah. dinner, right? That's what we're all about. Um, 
did you i don't i don't know who invented this but another uh definition i've heard is lumpy mail so it's Correct. it's because there's something in the envelope that's making the envelope look lumpy and therefore three-dimensional and that's typically what you're going to open first right yeah so if, if you've heard of lumpy mail 3d mail dimensional mail the other two are I should probably check to see if they're copyrighted still. They were copyrighted 14 years ago when we started. <laughs> so our version, we had to think, you know, we didn't want to step on any toes. So we used 3D mail. But you're exactly right. And this goes, you know, all the way back to the um, to the Gary Halbert days. And he would attach all mm. kinds of stuff to letters. And he would send, you know, little chot. They called them tchotchkes back then, right? Yes. So, you know, little. Uh, one time I got a, a, uh, a little, you know, the little travel sewing kits. I got it from Nightingale Conant to go to a, a um, oh, who was it? A Zig Ziglar. Uh, he, Zig, Zig was coming to town and they right. sent little sewing kits, right? And I forget what the whole premise was, but hey, if you get a snag in your jacket or your pants, you've got this to repair it. So make sure you show up, right? It was it was as silly as that, but it goes, I mean, that was you know, um, ish So Gary Halbert, I mean, Dan Kennedy's my greatest mentor. Every one of his books is over there. His courses. I don't God knows how much money I spent in that in that Dick Kennedy world. But um, Gary Halbert was such a master. And of all the things that I've listened to now digitally, because I don't even know if I have a CD player in the house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, he one of his famous mailings was that what's called the dollar bill mailer. Yeah. And it's, so it's a letter with a dollar bill, a real dollar bill, paper clip to it. And it says. And this is how often I've listened to Gary Halbert. I'll probably mess this up a little bit. Hello, so-and-so. I've sent you a dollar. You've noticed there's a dollar bill attached to this letter. Why did you do that? I'm doing this to get blah, blah, blah. And he just starts going on about the dollar bill. Now, what happens? You're actually reading the letter because you put a dollar bill on it. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I'll, I'll, it's a funny story about that. So right. I told you we used all kinds of different things in the American retail supply business. The very first thing we used was that dollar bill letter exactly as you just said, right? Hello, yep. Mr. Prospect. I've, I've attached a dollar bill to the top of this letter. I've done so for three very important reasons. One, That's two, the, yeah, there you go. Right. And so that was the genesis. That was like 1993. Let's dip our toe in the water. Let's see if we can get this thing to work. And we ripped off that letter verbatim. <laughs> right? Yep. Now we, 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 we tweaked it for our own business. Right. Yeah. But like the first page, you could have just ripped it out of one of old uh, Gary's old newsletters and stuck it in. It was the same thing. It was the same yeah. exact letter. So, Travis, what is the goal of direct mail? I mean, what yeah. everything has a purpose from a headline or title, subheadline, subtitle. Everything's got a reason for existing. When you're talking about direct mail in general, what's what's the big goal of direct mail? Well, ideally, with any kind of marketing. So this is goes way beyond just direct mail. But ideally, for any kind of direct mail, you know, campaign. Ideally, you want something that you can invest in, test, get to work, and then reinvest in it over and over and over again so that now you have an oil well that is producing oil for you all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so online we do it with Facebook audiences or we do it with YouTube videos, things like and we find we find one that works and we now it doesn't have a shelf life, of course. But what we want to do is we want to find, and it all comes back to the to the mailing list, right? So we want to find mailing lists that we can use in, and, you know, use over and over and over again so that we're not having to reinvent the wheel every day, every month, every quarter. Um, you know, so just some of the things that we use. 
okay. a new mover list, right? So we get a list of new movers mm-hmm. and we're a dentist or we're a local veterinarian or whatever we are, we can get a list of new movers. And guess what? People move every day of the year, 365 days a year. We can go get a list of new movers. Uh, just some of the things I wrote down here before the call, newlyweds. You know, we could go get a list of newlyweds. Let's say you're an estate planning attorney. Well, what's a trigger point to have a will and all that kind of good stuff? When you get married, when you have a kid, those types of things, birthdays and anniversaries. And so, you know, those are just a few of them. But what you want to do is find that list where you can replenish it, reuse it, and it's constantly, you know, self-updating itself. And now you've got this oil well that you can go to over and over and over and over again. So, Travis, does your company, 3D Mail, do you guys help customers actually get the, acquire the list? Or are you more the fulfillment? Or how would yeah. – tell, tell us about your services. Great question. Yeah, so both, right? So you come to us and you you need a – you're a dentist and you want to mail the mothers of new, homo, new homeowners, mothers in your area to get them into the dental practice. Let's just say that's one of your campaigns. We can find that list for you, and then we can flip around and print and mail and stuff it and do the whole nine yards for you, right? Uh, you know, 3D mail is our is our front door to our business, but we do all kinds of direct mail. It's mainly in that outrageous vein, though, right? We're very right. rarely sending out boring. If a client wants something boring and it goes into the letter, all right, we'll do that for you. But we like the cool, fun, outrageous stuff. And so does you, are you connected with a partner or does your company actually, like if someone comes to you and says, this is what I want to do, do you help them with copywriting? Do you supply the, the I know you supply the 3D part. Do you then print it and mail it? I mean, are you a one-stop shop or what, where yeah, do you well, focus? For, so most of our clients come to us with creative ready to go, right? So okay. I've got a letter, I want to send it. We can help them with that. It's not the big part of our business, but we do copywriting and some graphic design and that kind of stuff. Okay. But, for the, but if you need that list, if you need to get it folded and stuffed and mailed and make sure you got the right postage on it and make sure it's going to, you know, some of this stuff gets a little, all right, this piece might be a dollar 50. This piece might be two fifty two fifty out the door. How do I know how much? Well, you have someone like us do it. So you don't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we do all that stuff. Uh, we're very efficient at it. Right. Most of the things that we do have to be hand done. And okay. If, if you've got it, like I said, let's use our, let's beat up on our credit card people a little bit more. Imagine that you get the number 10 envelope and it's trifold and stuff. Well, they've got machines that just all in one pass do it. Some got of it. this stuff, you know, if you want to send out a bank bag, you got to have someone open it up and fold up the letter and put it inside. We're really efficient at that kind of stuff because we've been doing it for 14 years. <laughs> Peg's a uh, fellow marketer in the uh, Maryland area, but um, the term pattern interrupt um, explain that. Explain that for the folks who may not know what you, what you said. Great there. question. So a pattern interrupt is that thing, whatever it is, whether it's direct mail, whether it's a, you know, the first three seconds of a television commercial, whether it's a billboard you're driving down the street that you don't expect to see. It is something unique and different that your prospect or client is not used to seeing and it immediately, you know, gets their attention because with marketing and I don't care what media or medium you're using online, offline, direct mail, TV, bill, I don't care what you do, what you do. The biggest hurdle we have to overcome is attention because if they don't pay attention to us, we can have the greatest message in the history of the world. And it's not going to matter because they're not going to, they're not going to see it. It's like people are so glazed over, right? You got it. 
And so that pattern interrupt, you see it and it jolts it. And it's something so unique and different. It's, uh, it's the it's the, uh, the the croaking frogs for Budweiser with with the Super Bowl commercial what, ten or fifteen <laughs> yes. years ago now, right? It's, it's yeah. so different and unique that you can't help but look at it. Um, so Phil Brakefield's a longtime uh, member of my mastermind, and he he was a rock like you're a rock star in three D mail. Phil's like the rock star he, with all of the Ace hardware and um, True Values, so he used to supply all their printed stuff. So. Um, does every door direct mail allow 3D inserts? I think you know what that means. Like the thing that hangs on the doorknobs, I think he's asking about. Well, no. So every door direct mail is a category of pre-sort mail, essentially, okay. right? Where we are going, and it's actually done by each individual truck. So you can say, I want my mail piece on this truck to go to every single mailbox oh, on that Oh, I misunderstood. Route. Thank you for yeah, clarifying. And, Sorry, and, Phil. <laughs> and you can literally, you can get down to the truck level. So I can have one truck drop it every at every single door. It's really a misnomer. It's every single mailbox, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, hardly anybody has a mailman that goes actually up to their door and sticks the mail in the mail slot anymore. <laughs> now, right? we, got, we got mailbox clusters and we've got mailboxes that the, the guy, the postman doesn't have to leave the, leave the truck, right? And so that's what he's talking about. Okay. The short answer is, yes, you can for some things. You certainly don't get that. What's great about every door direct mail is you don't have to buy a list. You don't have to. So your, your list cost is nothing. It doesn't have to be addressed to anybody specifically. And you just know that it's going to go on every single mail receptacle on that route. Um, so it's really low cost because your postage rates as low as it gets. So so that's the key, right? So Travis, I mean, I've been a student of marketing my whole life, and I know from Dan and Bill and, and other folks, it's the most important piece of any campaign is the who. Who are you sending your stuff to? Is it written for them? Are is, are the, are, the, are the right prospective people getting it? So yeah, I guess the benefit of that the the every door campaign it's less expensive, but it's far less focused. Correct. Correct. So you're going to use that. So you mentioned that. I think he's, the question came from a guy who does marketing for Ace Hardwares. Right? Yeah, that was Phil. So mm -hmm. broad appeal type businesses, that's going to work great for. Okay. Um, you know, the Mexican restaurant and you using it, you know, on the four routes in your neighbor, in your in your service area. The Ace Hardware where, you know, if you go and target a route with a bunch of homeowners, a homeowner's got to go to the hardware store at some point, right? Yep. And, and so for broad appeal type things, every door direct mail is great. But to your point, you can't narrowly focus like we kind of talked about some of those other lists. You know, it's interesting. Um, so in Florida, I mean, a lot, I don't know, unscientifically, I would say most houses have hardwood floors, bamboo floors, very little carpet because yeah. of sanitation. So if you're a carpet cleaner advertising in a Florida neighborhood where there's no carpet, that's probably, yeah. that's not smart. I mean, that's kind of a wise guy example of what we just talked about. Yeah. The flip side would be an HVAC company, right? Every single house in Florida, South Florida has. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and uh, pest removal. Yeah. So for those broad appeal stuff, that's going to work well. So you could take a list, you know, let's say, spitball here let's say air conditioning units last eight to ten years let's go target neighborhoods that were built eight to ten years ago so we right. can still kind of focus in but now when we have that broad appeal the delivery cost goes down so great that for those broad appeal companies it can work really well so do you have any statistics on um 
what we call 3D mail or lumpy mail versus just flat mail. And the idea, again, is pattern interrupt. I'm going to open this odd-looking thing. Yes. What's the ROI? Do you have any anything to share there? Well, you know, that it, it, it's a bit of a loaded question because so much of it depends on the who, to your point, the who, who's giving, right. what are we sending? You know, so I have a client. I'll give you a great example. I have a client. Um, I, he's, a, he's an attorney out in Texas, and they do a DWI. So they represent you when you get a DWI. Okay. Well, we talked about getting a list that's replenishable. We get a every day we can get a list of everyone who got arrested for DWI. Talk about having instant, you know, instant wow. need, instant ability, and then our exact target, right? So most DWI attorneys are going to put a billboard up and hope you see it as you drive by. Or they, 15 years ago, they'd make sure they had the biggest ad in the yellow pages, that type of stuff. Well, we tested all kinds of different stuff with him. To his, to his credit, he's testing and measuring and we're tweaking, we're doing this and we're doing that. And for years... We sent out a piece of mail that looked very, very similar to this. Okay. Uh, it, it's with these fake express envelopes. We'd stick a letter inside, and it did well. We actually took now. So this is we took his book. So it, let's not really a book, but not not quite a booklet, right? It's about fifty-four pages, and it's yeah. kind of like our buddy, our buddy Mike Capuzzi's doing. Yeah, he's a shook. exactly. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Well, we started putting his little pamphlet book in here, and yeah, it increased his cost. But his response rate went up dramatically. And so that's the kind of thing you're looking for is, you know, what we often tell people is if you've got a letter that's working to some degree and you add some kind of 3D mail element to it, or even just, you know, shake up the piece and the look, you'll often see that response rate bump up. And it just becomes a question of, okay, his book might cost them. Let's say it's a dollar for each book that he's getting printed up and it increases postage by 44 cents. Well, for each piece, let's say now we've got to overcome an extra dollar 44 just to put some numbers to it. If our ROI, which is what we're most concerned about, if ROI warrants that extra dollar 44, then the dollar 44 becomes relevant because the added response rate, the added return eats up that dollar 44 real quick. And we're way ahead of where we were. And And, so that's the kind of examples we're looking at. So I want to make sure my listeners caught that because so many people are like, well, you, you know me, I'm in the newsletter business, well, Jim, I've got 25000 You want me to spend a dollar a month on 25000 <laughs> And so it's the question of what's the investment? So if it is if it is 25000 or let's say a dollar a customer, but every time you mail that, you get a dollar ten or a dollar twenty or $2 back, yeah. it's like keep mailing that all day long, right? It is about the ROI and, and not the cost of doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest hurdle, not not the biggest hurdle, but that's people come in and they say, what's a response rate? And that's that's an important question, but it's not the most important question. Okay. The most important question is, what can, what is my return on investment? To your point, if I put a dollar into a slot machine and I get a dollar ten out every every time or two dollars or five dollars or ten dollars, you're never leaving that slot machine. You're going to sit. You're going to find someone else say, hey, you sit here. We'll split whatever you put. And you'll just keep yes. doing that. Right. And so the ROI, so, you know, you got to imagine, you know, if I'm selling something that costs $10, well, then I, I have to have a lot of response rate to make the math work for buying. Bio. Yeah. If I'm selling something that has a, has a sale of $5,500, well, now I need a, my response rate is inconsequential compared to the guy that has a $10 price target, right? So thus we talked about the wide appeal of 
of every door direct mail for ace to make that work they probably have to do big numbers because they don't know if the guy walking through the door is going to spend six bucks on on you know screws and, and nuts and bolts or if they're going to come through and you know need eight thousand dollars worth of plumbing equipment <laughs> right you know it's it's all fun to talk about the roi the cost per piece and things like that but I, I don't know what book I, but it was way, way back in the early days when I started studying direct response. I'm pretty sure Dan probably talked about the cost of acquiring a customer. Yes. And he said, so many people think, well, if I'm going to, if it's going to cost me like $3 or $5, whatever it is to acquire a customer and my average price or sale is close to the same, then I break even. They go, well, I'm not going to do that. He goes, well, what about everything else you're going to sell them? How long are you yes. going to keep them? As And one of the examples I read about, I got a, Got about uh, four or five minutes left, but I want to share this. I thought it was just yeah. brilliant. For, first of all, because I'm a guitar player, but I love the example. And it was like this company um, bought these really, really high quality picks, not the cheap flimsy ones, but very high quality picks. And they sold them for like half of what normal good quality picks sell for you. And you had to buy maybe a box, let's say it's 50 or 100. And so everybody, so people started ordering like 50, 50 picks at this phenomenal price. And they were basically breaking even or even losing a little bit of money on the sale of this box of picks. And so the question is, well, why would they do that? Because they now have a list of guitar players who go through 50 picks at a time. It turned out it was a custom guitar manufacturer, not not a big one, but somebody who did custom guitars, made big bucks. They said, well, how do I acquire a list of absolute guitar players who do spend money and that was what they came up with i thought that was brilliant I, that that is a perfect illustration of what we're talking about here right the value for the vast 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 majority of customers the value of the business is the list of known buyers that you have that's where the value is there yeah. are there are some industries out there where you might get one bite of the apple uh you know Mortgage brokers certainly have a much longer lead time between a house purchase or a refinance or something like that. Some of our attorneys, right? Some of our attorneys, we have to be, my DWI attorney for the most part, has to be profitable on that first leg, you know, because you'd rather they not get a second or a third or a fourth yeah. DWI, right? Now, there is other practice areas that he could get into, and there are some cross-selling opportunities, but you are 100% right for I'm guessing 80 ish, if not 90 ish percent plus of businesses out there, the values in the repeat business, the value is in that list repeat of referral business. I want to jam one more question here to our little time. So do you have any, um, if not scientific proof, Travis, then just yeah. your gut feel is um, this kind of 3d lumpy mail, you know, pattern interrupt type of thing. Is it more effective with cold prospecting or to an existing customer base? Do you know that? Yeah. So, by and so uh, by and large, it works exceedingly well to mine that existing group of customers, right? It worked, you know, had to put my hat on one or the other. That's where I'm going to hang the hat on, right? Okay. Does it work with the cold stuff? Absolutely. Um, but we typically do the less expensive things. So the book, for example, I gave you the example just a couple minutes ago. On the grand scale of things, that's not a very big expense for a 3D mail piece, but it's yeah. 3D mail, right? So again, if I had to pick one and I had I was going to use it somewhere, I would use it for cross-sell promotions, upsell promotions, lead conversion. So they don't necessarily need to be existing customers, but they're the suspects sitting on your list that haven't converted. They work exceedingly well there. 
So if you do lead generation marketing and you do follow up with it, again, gun to head, I'd say try it there. That's where you're going to have the best bang for your buck. Yeah. You know, one of th one of the things I used to teach when I was out speaking is um, about newsletter marketing, which is retention based marketing is I call it the power of what else. So if you get a customer and they come in and they buy a certain product and even if they reorder on a regular basis and you saying, OK, good, I got a customer. They're happy. They keep reordering. And I'm like, what about the other things? Right. I don't know too yeah. many businesses that don't sell multiple products or different services or whatever. Yeah. And one of the um, this shows how old I am because I'm very, very simple as far as apps and stuff. But I said <laughs> you could take an Excel spreadsheet and you could list like your customers down in one row and then across the columns list the various programs or products, services, yeah. courses, books that you have available. And then what's very cool, because I'm a visual guy, is, is put an X or color the square. Yeah. Okay, you know, John Q. Smith bought this book and he took this course, but look at all the other empty spots. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying you have to stay in front of your customers, clients, patients, etc., with a newsletter and or and or through direct mail. Do you, do you like that example or I is that just very simple? <laughs> I, yeah, but it's, but it's so true. I mean, it goes, you know, your first day of marketing class, right, is why do you not offer peanut butter to everyone who bought jelly? But we forget it. I mean, we really do. And so those opportunities, again, the vast majority of businesses have yeah. other opportunities to sell. They have referral opportunities, right? They've got all the ways that we can grow. How can we get that one little you know, seedling to grow and sprout and drop other seedlings and grow and sprout and keep going, right? Yeah. Well, I got to agree with Phil, Mr. Ace Hardware. So he, you really know your stuff. Thank you so much for coming on. And I know we just scratched the surface. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> folks, Travis, his, his father, uh, Keith, Travis and Keith Lee, who started this company, they really know direct mail. They obviously know the, the 3D, the lumpy stuff mail. They know how to do the pattern interrupt and get your stuff noticed. So what's a good website? Where should they uh, connect with you, Travis? The best place to go is to go get my free book. And you'll okay. actually see what we do. Hey, I see Craig there. Hey, Craig, I've known Craig forever. Mr. GKIC of yeah, Southern that, California. Met, right? <laughs> so best place to go is to get my free book because we practice what we preach. So I'm going to send you a book. It's completely free. And then you'll get some direct mail behind it. You'll see how it goes. So go to 3dmailresults.com forward slash book the number three the letter d m-a-i-l-r-e-s-u-l-t-s.com forward slash book okay and if you didn't send me that in our email you can um text that to me or put it in the chat when we're done here because uh i need Perfect. to put it in the show notes and i didn't write it down that's all right uh, here we go <laughs> I can do that for you. That's easy. All right. Peg's already Peg is an action taker. She's getting your books. So there awesome, you go. Peg, we'll get it in the mail for you today. It'll be stuffed right in there between all the Jim Palmer books. Okay, Peg. There you go. <laughs> so Travis, <laughs> thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time today. Perfect. Uh, thanks for having me, Jim. Great to reconnect. And let's not maybe wait five or six years again before we chat. I know. Hey, folks, that wraps <laughs> up this very special and highly informative interview with my guest, Travis Lee. I highly recommend you connect with him, follow him, and learn from him at the URL that he gave you. I cannot repeat it right now. Um, you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That's my home base. If you're interested in joining about right now 28 other 
smart entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind. Go to dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. Remember, you can get free copies of all six of my books. Actually, there's seven, but I didn't have the custom framing redone after I launched Just Say Yes, but that's what that's about. Anyway, you can get those at Amazon in the form of Kindle, at Barnes & Noble, and of course, the iBookstore. But until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.